0: Hi, welcome back to another episode of Rescuing Raptors, where I talk about all topics related to rescuing, capturing, renesting, and releasing birds of prey here in the United States. I'm Nancy McDonald, a raptor rescuer here in Maryland, and on this episode today, I'm going to go over the top five reasons why birds of prey end up in care. These are given to you really in no particular order, but all the reasons I go over happen again and again and again and some of them are preventable. And I'll tell you what you can do, what uh, how you can play a part in preventing some uh, bird injuries and deaths. So let's dive in. To begin with the top five causes of raptor illnesses and injuries that I see personally as a rescuer are birds hit by cars, birds striking windows, lead poisoning, rodenticide or uh, rodent poisoning, and fishing line entanglements. And I'm going to go over each one of them now in a little bit more detail. So for the first one, hit by a car. In a lot of ways, this is one that's really, really hard to avoid. We do see a lot of owls that get hit by cars at dawn or dusk, right when they start getting really active and they're hunting. But one of the reasons why owls get hit by cars can be avoided And that is everybody getting out of the habit of tossing their fast food trash out the car window when they're done eating. So here's how it happens. You've gotten done eating your fast food or whatever it is. You crank open your window at 60 miles an hour going down the road and you toss your bag out and let it fly. Plops on the side of the road. So come nightfall, mice and rats creep out, they see free food and they start eating it. An owl on the prowl attacks and flies straight into a vehicle by the, by the side of the shoulder there, you know, hunting these mice because they don't see the cars. That's not what they're programmed to see, okay? So they get hit by a vehicle. So please, if you toss your trash, please stop. If you know of others who do it, would you please pass this on to them and let them know? And nobody means to kill owls or hit them on purpose. Nobody ever means to do it on purpose. But the fact remains, this is what happens. This is what we do. Another pretty common reason that we see uh, raptors getting hit by vehicles are um, vultures and eagles. They get hit by cars for a very similar reason. That, again, is pretty much out of your control. Let's say somebody accidentally hits a deer or a possum or a raccoon. It is really unavoidable. That creature passes away, and it's lying either on the road or it's on the shoulder really, really close to the road. Vultures and eagles are scavengers, and they land on that carcass, and they start eating it. Another car comes barreling by. That bird gets startled, and sometimes they fly into the path of the car, and they get hit. Again, this one is pretty hard to solve, but it's also quite common. Let me just stop here and tell you a related rescue story. That happened to me uh, in the last few months. I was dispatched to go rescue a hawk on the side of Interstate 95 in Maryland. Yes, that Interstate 95. It was broad daylight. I pulled up to where I was told I could find the hawk, and sure enough, I saw it. I got over as far as I could all off the shoulder into the grass safely. Now, cars are whizzing by me at very high speeds, so I got out my net And I literally got down on my hands and knees to keep my center of gravity low, my center of balance low, to avoid falling or tumbling from the high-speed wash as the cars were whizzing by. I grabbed that poor hawk, and as I did, I saw the reason why it got hit. There was a dead rat right next to it. I get it. And that was, i got to say, the one rescuer I was pretty sure I was also going to end up dead. I was scared to death crawling along Interstate 95. The hawk was so badly injured, unfortunately, that the kindest thing we could do for the poor thing was to end its suffering quickly and painlessly. Okay, next up that I want to talk about here really quick, window strikes. In my experience, these are mostly avoidable. The most common situation is a hawk. Again, typically a Cooper's hawk because they primarily hunt small birds and songbirds. They're chasing one and they both slam into a window. So what happens with this is the best case, the hawk is lightly injured and can be treated and released eventually. The worst case, and this just happened to me last week, the hawk slammed so hard and violently into a window that the damage done makes it necessary to euthanize the bird. So last week I did rescue a red-tailed hawk from a middle school that hit some plate glass windows, and it was so severely injured that we did have to send it to the ancestors, unfortunately. Now this is mostly avoidable by getting those bird stickers that are um, that are ultraviolet that can be seen by other birds since they can um, see things in the UV spectrum where you and I can't. And this can help them avoid flying into windows. It isn't going to completely eliminate the problem but it really does cut down on the number of incidents. We once had Maryland DNR go out and rescue a bald eagle that flew full tilt boogie into a large plate glass window Um, on a home that was sitting on the banks of the Potomac River because it was chasing a duck. The homeowner happened to be sitting there watching TV when he saw it coming in, and the next thing he knew, kablam, it hit his window, and he said he was very shocked that the window did not crack or break. And quite frankly, I am too. So please... Uh, you can get these bird stickers pretty cheaply. Uh, if you go shopping online, please put them on. And if you do, please remember they need to be replaced about once a year as they do lose their UV effectiveness after a while. And apparently recently there was a study that came out that said they are even much more effective if you put them on the outside of your windows, not on the inside. Okay, third, lead poisoning. Now, this is completely avoidable, in my opinion, from the rescues and captures that I've done. Number one, hunters, you can stop using lead ammo to hunt with and replace lead sinkers when you go fishing, my fellow fishing friends. Lead poisoning is an absolutely horrible, slow, painful way for a bird to die. Now, we mainly see bald eagles that have eaten uh, discarded gut piles left behind by hunters, So hunters, again, this is avoidable if you bag up your gut piles, if you're using lead ammo, and then if you dispose of that pile in such a way that no bird or no animal can get to it and eat it, Um, getting it cremated, for example, all right, or burying it at least six to eight feet deep, which I know is a lot of intensive labor, but again, we want to stop lead poisoning. So completely avoidable, again, in my opinion. All right, fourth, and again, I'm just talking about all these very briefly. I could just go on and on and on about each one of them. All right, rodenticide. This is a terrible, horrible, horrible, awful way for a bird to die with internal bleeding, okay? This is just really awful. Um, Rat and mouse poison baits are put out by homeowners. The rodents eat them, then they stagger off to die, and sometimes they're out in the open. To a passing vulture, hawk, or owl, it looks like a free, easy meal. It's not. It is. It is death. Use uh, snap traps. They're quick and they're painless. Depending upon how much has been ingested, you know, sometimes rehabbers can uh, pull these raptors back from the brink of death with rodenticide poisoning. There is treatment, but we have to get to these birds uh, very early, and we have to, uh, you know, get to them before they eat very much of it, and we can't control that. Okay. Somewhat related to this, then, is uh, we see uh, homeowners who think that glue traps are okay, that it's a little bit more humane. It's not. Glue traps are just as bad in their own way. It's a slow, painful death for the rodent. We have seen raptors badly injure themselves trying to get free of the glue traps. So, again, please, bottom line, use snap traps. Okay, finally, we come to fishing line. And we see this mostly with ospreys and bald eagles, although we've had a few owls that end up getting caught in fishing line as well. What is so bad about this monofilament line is that it can cut deeply into the bird, causing extremely deep gashes and burns. Often there's hooks on the lines, one or more that get embedded in the bird's body or wing. It's very common to see a bird wrapped up in fishing line, uh, limbs tangled and finding hooks somewhere. We often find raptors hanging upside down for hours on end, and there's times when they are so badly injured, we have to euthanize them. Uh, We have seen fishing lines so tight it has damn near amputated a limb, whether it's a foot, a talon, or part of a wing. And so the worst part about this is a bird hanging um, high from a high tree limb, and we have to get tree removal companies to come out and do the rescue for us this could take hours, if not a day or more. Seriously, you think that they would drop everything and run, but it doesn't happen like that in real life very often. In the meantime, the bird is hanging and struggling and they can and they do die from this. And it's absolutely terrible to witness. It is a truly horrible thing. It's hard. Okay. So if you go fishing, please police up your line and hooks and anything that you see out there that other people who've gone fishing carelessly and thoughtlessly disregard because they're litter bugs to begin with. Okay, please don't leave it behind and please let all of your fishing buddies know as well. Okay, well, that's just it for today. I want to thank you for tuning in again. And please, as I always tell you, treat others with kindness, courtesy, dignity and respect as much as you possibly can. I'm Nancy McDonald, a raptor rescue here in Maryland, and we'll see you next time.